0: Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy.
1: Thank you for joining us for this special Supreme Court episode of the ASHP Advocating for Impact podcast. I'm Nick Gentile. I'm here with Tom Krause, ASHP's Vice President of Government Relations to discuss the Rutledge versus PCMA, a case before a Supreme Court that could have a significant impact on payments that pharmacies receive from PBMs. Tom, many of our listeners are probably not tracking Supreme Court arguments. What's the case at issue and why does it matter?
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Nick. Um, So the issue here is whether an Arkansas law that that regulates how PBMs, pharmacy benefit managers, how they pay reimbursement rates to pharmacies. the, The issue is whether that Arkansas law violates federal requirements governing employee retirement plans. So that sounds, you know. That sounds pretty wonky, but but here's the, the gist of why it matters. So Arkansas and many other states have laws that prevent PBMs from paying pharmacies less than the acquisition price that the pharmacy paid for the drug. Um, and they also provide procedures that the, the pharmacy and the PBM have to adhere to if the pharmacy objects to the rates that are set by the PBMs for those drugs. So If the Supreme Court were to decide to strike down that Arkansas law, you know, it would directly impact Arkansas, but because um, other laws are are similar, you know, it would potentially impact many other states as well.
1: Interesting. What arguments do PBMs make to justify overturning the Arkansas law and potentially paying less than
0: acquisition cost for drugs? Yeah, so- so the the whole case that the the PBMs make is is premised on how you interpret these federal requirements for employee health plans. So most drugs are paid for by employer sponsored health plans, and and those federal health plans are those employee sponsored health plans are subject to federal requirements. You'll sometimes hear those requirements referred to as ERISA. So. PCMA, which is the Pharmaceutical Care Management Association, that's the trade organization that represents PBMs. So they're arguing that the states can't regulate the way that they reimburse for drugs because those federal requirements, the ERISA requirements, govern employee health plans and they prohibit states from enacting laws that relate to an employee benefit plan. So it all comes down to what does that mean, relate to an employee benefit plan? So the court has previously uh, decided that, that that requirement means that states can't pass laws that, that kind of impact the central matter of the plan administration or that interfere with nationally uniform plan administration. So this basically, the court has previously said, you know, we're going to allow some flexibility for states to do some regulating of plans, even if they are employee health plans that are subject to ERISA, but you can't create requirements that kind of cut to the heart of how the the plan operates. And so that's really what this whole case comes down to. So PCMA is arguing that the way it pays pharmacies is a central matter of how its plans are administered and therefore states should not be allowed to regulate those payments. And then PCMA also argues that having different state laws each of which create potentially different procedural requirements to resolve reimbursement disputes, as, as I mentioned, the, the Arkansas one does. They're, they're arguing that those state kind of nuances and how a procedural the procedural process would play out, they're arguing that those differences interfere with a nationally uniform administration of their plans, because you know, obviously Arkansas could have one kind of dispute resolution process and, and, and Michigan could have a different one. So they're arguing that's, that's prohibited by this limitation on uh, laws that disrupt that federal uniformity of administration. So, so those are the main arguments that the, the PBMs are making for why the Arkansas law should be struck down.
1: So Tom, looking at the other side of the coin, what are the arguments pharmacies are making to defend the Arkansas law before the Supreme Court?
0: Yeah, thanks. So so one thing that we should actually clarify for listeners is that, so while, while this obviously has huge impacts for pharmacies and pharmacists nationally, and many pharmacy pharmacies and pharmacy organizations have weighed in, the, the pharmacies themselves and the pharmacy associations are not parties to the case. So the case is between the PCMA, the association representing PBMs, and the state of Arkansas. And so the state of Arkansas is suing, is appealing to the Supreme Court and it's their state attorney general uh, that who has been sued by the uh, by PCMA. So the attorney general's name happens to be Leslie Rutledge. So that's why you, get the, you hear the name of the case referred to as Rutledge v. PCMA. So Arkansas, they're arguing that the state law that are only prohibited from regulating interactions between the health plans and their beneficiaries but that they argue that they do not govern how those plans contract with third parties like pharmacies, for example. So Arkansas's argument is, you know, somewhat bolstered by a previous case the courts have heard and, and basically what the courts previously held is, hey, there are there are state laws that uphold rate setting for um, for hospitals and the courts have allowed that in the past. So So, you know, a good argument on the pharmacy side, the side uh, represented by the state of Arkansas, is that there are already examples of some state laws that do impact pricing and rate setting for, for in this case, hospitals that the court has said is, is, is allowed under ERISA. So their argument is, hey, if you allowed it in that case, this is a similar situation. You should allow the state law that regulates how PBMs price drugs and reimburse for drugs. You should let that remain intact.
1: All right, Tom. So the million dollar question, do we have any sense of how the court is likely to decide this case?
0: Yeah, that's what that's what everybody wants to know. So the, the short answer is we don't know yet. You know, We won't find out. And so what's what's happened today is that the court, and we're recording this in early October. So today the court heard oral arguments. That's the opportunity for the lawyers from each of the parties to, to get before the, the Supreme Court justices and, and argue their case but the court doesn't actually render a decision uh, for quite some time. So it's gonna be a little while before we know the actual outcome. Okay, so all that said, there are some folks who track the Supreme Court and are you know quite expert in, in doing that and one of those is uh, Ronald Mann he's a professor from Columbia University Law School he's also a, a writer for SCOtus blog which is a, a website that is really dedicated to tracking developments of the Supreme Court and, and they really are among the uh, the experts in kind of reading tea leaves uh, for the Supreme Court and how they might make their decisions so professor Mann's uh, kind of guesstimate about how this could play out is he, he sort of suggested we might see the court split the baby by allowing some portions of the law to remain standing and, and strike down other portions. So, um, in that case, you, you might see the court do something like allow the payment rates to remain in place, but strike down those procedural requirements that I mentioned. Um, PCMA is arguing create a, a sort of disparate set of procedural requirements across the, the country and, and interfere with uh, plan administration. So you know that's that's one way we could see it play out. Uh, it's entirely possible that the the court entirely strikes down the law or entirely upholds the law. Um so this is just one kind of perspective on on how that may play out.
1: Well, we'll make sure to put a link to uh Professor Ronald Mann's article in the show notes to this podcast so our listeners can uh, read for themselves but With that, that's all the time we have today. Thank you, Tom, for walking us through the arguments in the case.
0: And uh,
1: have a great rest of your day.
0: Great. Thanks so much, Nick. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript